Good afternoon. In this week's parasha, we start off um, with a census of Klai Yisrael. The Pesach reads, We've been in the Mishnah of is commanded to uh, count any males 20 years and older who go to the army. Based on this, Rashi says that under 20 does not go to the army. The Pesachim continues, it says, That you don't count Shevet Levi. Based on this, the Rambam says, Rambam has halacha, uh, that Levi does not get an inheritance in Eretz Yisrael. Why? Because they do not, um, they do not fight in wars. They don't go to the army. Um, the next halacha in the Rambam um, Gimel says, Basically, the problem is extending the status of Shevet Levi to anybody who sits and learns all day. All are to me the This is the primary reason why the Rosh Yeshiva and the Haredim don't want to go to the army next all, because they are considered part of Shevet Levi based on this Rambam, and they are not required to go to the army. Parenthetically, the Chazanish says that in times of war, when we actually need soldiers, even Shevet Levi would have to go. But that's an argument for a separate time. Um, the argument um, regarding excluding coming from, from the draft, in the second Siddharm, the Gemara basically says that it doesn't refer to all B'nai Yeshiva, only the great Hamid Um The issue of Shevet Levi's exemption from, from being in the army um, it's not, I mean, the Rambam passing Zazoi, but r- we have Rashi later on in Bamidbar, Perak Aleph, Pasuk, Mem, Tes, that says, Akhzmat Levi, the Sifkoid, that's Russian, the Sifkoid, and I saw the Pasuk recorded before. Rashi says, one of the reasons that you don't count Levi, either could they have a legion, Shalmelech, they're the legions of, of the king, they're, they're, they're appointed to do God's work. That anybody who was counted in this census um, basically did the Chet Eagle and they were punished. Shevet Levi didn't do the Chet Eagle, so therefore they're not counted in this. But the fact that Rashi omits the fact that Levi wouldn't go to the army shows that he holds that Levi probably would go to the army. Um, furthermore, in Parshas Matos, the, the Torah talks about every Shevet sending a thousand people to the army to fight against Midian. And Rashi's gears is that it's twelve Shvatim, Ruben Shimon Levi, Huti Sakas of Don Usher, Don God, Naftali Usher, Yosef and Midyam, and all twelve Shvatim, a thousand each. The Rambam obviously argues and says that it's a prime Amanash and not Yosef and omits Levi. Um so we have we have basically a major machine if Shaiva Levi would go to the army. Assuming that Shaiva Levi would go to the army, what about a Kayan? Um the Binyan Shlomo has an actually a, a, a fat, he meant, he brings down a fascinating Kiddush that uh, in the Sefer HaChinuch, women are not obligated to hear Parashat Zachar. Why? Because they didn't fight in the wars against Amalek. Based on that, since Kohanim cannot come in contact with, to become Tomei Mace, they may also be unfit for the army, and therefore would possibly be exempted from Parashat Zachar. Um, so the Binyan Shalom says that it's possible that a Koyan could not be the Balkhore on Parashat Zachar, simply because he's not obligated, he wouldn't be able to be much of somebody else. Um, and in fact, um, he applied this Kiddush to, to go on in Mesectus Tainus, the Gemara brings down that on Yud Gimel Adar, the Chacham established a Yom Nikonor, a Yom Tif. 
Now, Rabbi Natam says that Tanis Esther was instituted far before that. So how could the Chacham come and knock off a Tanis and make a Yontif? Based on this Kiddush, you could say that the Yom Nikonah was only set up as a Yontif for the Kohanim because the Kohanim were not part of the fighting for which Tanis Esther commemorates. Tanis Esther commemorates fasting in order that the Jews should be victorious in the fight against against um, Haman and his legions. Being that the Kohanim possibly wouldn't have been involved in that fight, they would not um, have to fast ancestor, and therefore we can establish Yom Nikonah for them. Just as a side note, um, in, during World War One, the British government actually asked the chief rabbinate if a Kohen could serve in the British army, and the chief rabbi said that they could. However, Rav Herzog, who became a chief rabbi of Israel later, said that a Kohen could not join the army because of this Rambam, that Levim are, are exempt. Um, another source in support that the Kohanim possibly could be drafted in the army is those who learned Afyomi Saita just a week ago, where there was a Mishnah that says that the marriage of Alman to Kohen Gadol, Rush to Kohen Hedyed, is um, part of the Averis on which account a soldier would return from battle. Also, the Gemara Kedushin has a question if Yafas Toyer uh, is mutter to a Kohen. Yafas Toyer was someone captured in battle. So if, uh, if the question was if a Kohen could partake of Yafas Toyer, obviously a Kohen is allowed to go to battle. That's based on the Mordechai. Um, finally, in present-day Israel, there's a Machlechus, if a Kohen who is a soldier and kills somebody, are they allowed to do it? Rabbi Vadi Yosef says that they are allowed to, and Rav Salvechik actually said that a chayal who caused someone's death would not be allowed to do him, based on the fact that David Melech couldn't build the base of Mikdash because he said that Hashem said that he had waged war and was full of blood and therefore Shalom had to do it. Um, just some interesting things I thought about uh, and learned about and hope you enjoyed.